they took two years, I think, like this whole overworking took two years until coming out there again. So it's not them sitting on the beach, drinking coconuts and money is raining over me. All right, Christina, we got an episode here. I'm so excited for today's episode because you're an entrepreneur. I know you as an entrepreneur and uh, we actually met in entrepreneurial dinner and you have been building a very successful business while being a digital nomad. And also for our listeners, what's interesting to know is that Christina is actually, so she's traveling with her partner, which is now her fiance. Congrats on that. And um, what's really cool is that she founded the business with her partner. But today we're going to talk about entrepreneurship while traveling. Before we like go into the very deep questions of our topic, I just wanted to fire some quick questions so our audience can get to know you a little bit better. So... The first question is, how long have you been nomading? First of all, thanks for having me. Very excited for today. Um, I'm nomading since, it's hard to say, because we didn't leave our home, Austria, as nomads. We left in 2015, but we left to do an internship in China. And after that, we never returned. So it's hard to say exactly until we are nomads, but I would say... And 2016 would be the start of our digital nomad life. And before that, it was just an expert internship life. All right. So you've been traveling quite a bit. And how many countries have you visited so far? Mm, honestly, I don't know the exact number at the moment. We counted it a few months ago, but I forgot. But it must be something around 50. All right. And <laughs> where, where are you talking from now? At the moment, I'm in Texas, United States. Cool. So usually in the quick questions, I always ask, how do you sustain yourself? But since we're going to talk today about entrepreneurship and traveling, I didn't want to make it a quick question, but I actually wanted to ask you, can you walk us through your entrepreneur journey from what you're doing today and how did you get there? Mm -hmm. So I studied business and my boyfriend studied um, German literature. And next to his um, university, he was working as a freelance ghostwriter. So we knew that there is a market for writers, for German writers. Can you explain to our listeners real quick what a ghostwriter is? Because there might be some people that want to become a digital nomad and are really good with words and they have no clue that this job exists. So somebody who writes for other people. It is as a, as a freelancer. And so we knew that because I also had no idea that this exists. I also have no idea if I would know it now, but you, you never know what if. Yeah, he had this and we went to China and we, loved, we liked it to be abroad and we didn't want to go back. So we knew we have to make this work anyhow. So from starting your own ghost writing agency to where are you now today in your business? Because you have been also running this business for a couple of years already, right? Yeah. So when we started in end of 2007, so from 2016 to 2017, we were just freelancers, like very basic, very simple. And then we traveled very low budget. And end of 2017, we started our company based in Hong Kong. Since then, we grew 10 times in the last years. And at the moment, we are having 
10 employees were working fixed in our company and we're working with 300 freelancers. We are quite happy. I think that if people listen to this episode and they're like, whoa, the company grew like 10 times and all of that. Obviously, there's also a lot of work that you put into that. So in the beginning, when you were building your company, you you mentioned that you did like low budget travel. You told me this in, in one of the dinners that there was also a point in your business and in your travel that you had to make a switch to kind of grow it as how it is today, right? Yes, that was in Bali. Stayed there for one year where I met you. We're country hopping one month there, one week there for two years. And then suddenly we lived in, in, in Bali, in Changu, in one house. We didn't travel, like we did our visa runs, like everybody else there. But other than that, we had our house and still the same workload but then we didn't travel this much anymore and suddenly we had way more time and suddenly we were surrounded by all these digital nomads and everybody's like hustle mode or whatever talks in, in every um, co-working space and like there was a lot of entrepreneurial spirit around and so we were like we have to do that too we have the time now we have the people around us now and we I think we put more put the, the we set the base I would say for having everything way more professionalized, but it was also very hard because it was 60 hours a week and it was hard to switch off in the evening. I think after a few months of constantly thinking and working, I had like a very light, light, light burnout. Like it was, it was light because I don't want to offend anybody who has a real burnout, but it, it was something for sure. And they took two years, I think, like this whole overworking took two years until coming out there again. So it's not them sitting on the beach drinking coconuts and money is raining over me. Yeah, definitely. And I think this is also a misconception of, of what a lot was going on right now is that people think that just starting your own business and traveling is really just pack a backpack, put a laptop in there and and it would just come to you. It would just flow. That's definitely not the case. So you were in Bali and it sort of happened that you started traveling less. Did you go to a point that you actually wanted to travel more again? Yes, I think that happened because after we left Bali, end of 2019, at this point, we left Austria more than four years ago. We were traveling three years. So we were kind of ready to not go back to this fast travel lifestyle again. But then COVID happened. And for us, it was a little bit the time of, I mean, since we, we were independent, we could live everywhere we wanted. We just did. We went to places and countries where there was nothing. And when there was like cases rose, uh, lockdowns arrived, we left. And when there's like other people that are, that have entrepreneurial dreams, they want to like start their business, but they also want to travel. If you're starting your business, like what, what would your advice be? Because the what I'm trying to get into is that it's basically this whole idea of, yes, you can run your, you can start a business while you're traveling, but you have to kind of take in consideration, like, what do you want to accept for expect from your business? What do you want to expect from your travel? And how can you kind of combine the two? I don't think like a person should change his own 
person um, because I, I'm still a person who I studied business and I would not recommend somebody to change totally. It's staying to your roots and doing something you can and you like and something somebody is good in, like really question where your strengths and try to make that happen as a business, but also be smart and think of the future. Like if something is not sustainable, it doesn't, even after years is not sustainable. Like you can live a few years from 500 euros a month. You can do this for a certain time. Yeah, I would make it sustainable. That's a really good point you're making there. I think one of the concerns that we have at Digital Nomads Daily is, and this is also why we're here, is to kind of like get get more realistic stories and a realistic version of this lifestyle out there. Because in the end of the day, running your own business is great and starting all these entrepreneurial ideas. But if it's not going to bring you any retirement money, even though that is far in the future, like life is not a short-term thing. And it, this do- doesn't sound very sexy, but it's true. So traveling is great, but you have to make it work somehow. And where do you see the future of of your travels? Now you're a more slow travel. You stay three months or something in a place, right? Yeah, I guess it depends what you define as slow or fast. But we are at the moment staying from one to three months in a place. So I think one to three months is a good medium. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's true. And also, if you're one month in a place, you always get discount with Airbnb or sorry, not mm-hmm. always. Most of the times hosts have like a 30% discount on like longer term rentals. But yeah, so what is this year going to look like? How are you going to combine the travel and your business? Um, we con- continue like we did the last two years. We will stay in places for one to three months. And at the moment, we are on a level with our business that we don't work so much anymore. For sure, it's possible to combine it's very easy at the moment. Aside from the business that you have, are you also doing like other businesses or exploring other ideas? How do you fill up the rest of your time? We are always... Uh, Looking for new ideas. Uh, We are always trying to start new things. We are both writing books, me and my boyfriend. We're very active lately. Most of the places we go, we either have friends there because at the moment we kind of go back to places we really like. That's more chill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Compared to a few years ago, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's also the beauty, right, of... If you're always going in fast travel and working so many hours in your business, always be surrounded by entrepreneurs, that that can be very exhausting. Like that's a lot of triggers. So it's nice if you can combine it a little bit and slow down at times as well. So let's say someone is already running his or her business and they are traveling but it's difficult for them to sort of choose between am I going to travel more or am I going to work on my business more? Do you have any advice or an experience where you had that perhaps that you can share? Yes, for sure. And I think every time has its own right. 
Like you don't always have to have everything. A lot of the time it's about prioritizing. Especially I think for beginners, it might be hard sometimes when you see somebody else who is doing it like five years or more than five years. And this person has it kind of figured it out. Or it looks like this person has it figured out. But you just start, found your first paid job as a virtual assistant, for example, you're getting 200 euros and you have no idea what you're doing. And then it's just really overwhelming, I think, what the other people are doing. So I think every time has its own right. So sometimes it's about prioritizing work and sometimes it's about prioritizing travel. I think that's another really good point. Of course, it's always about prioritizing what is important to you and also what you said before about is this sustainable take that into account as well when you are prioritizing and travel is fun but it it costs a lot of money as well and of course it's a lot of organization which runs around it but i think it's cool to start traveling fast and then at some point slow down and work more but also like backpacking for a few months maybe and just get into this hopping for different countries and getting a little bit in this mindset and then staying somewhere where it's cheap. That's an advice I would give in general. Yeah. <laughs> Without knowing the person. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good advice. There's actually some really good good takeaways here uh, for people. And also, if you're listening to this episode, I'm really curious if this is helpful and if you have further questions to have on the podcast or maybe to Christina. We will have the links as well of Christina so you can follow her and, and maybe ask some questions. I think, Christina, you also did some coaching, right? Where you were helping people. For a while, yes. I think for one year or so, I did very classically digital nomad coaching where I helped people to get in, into this lifestyle. It turned out not to be my thing. I'm just going to say, like, if you're listening and you have like a burning question, you can ask us. Is there anything else that we didn't discuss about entrepreneurship and traveling that you would like to add to the episode? Finding your own way, I think it's so, so important and not looking too much on other people and how, of course, it's interesting how other people are handling it and you can learn a lot from other people, but it's so important, I think, to listen to yourself, how you can handle it because when you travel, it comes all down to how you can handle it because if you're totally fine with changing a place every two weeks and you can work perfectly and that inspires you even more to work, perfect. So much about prioritizing and which part of life are you in at the moment and what you want at the moment and always looking also at the bigger picture. Yeah, live in the moment, but keep the bigger picture in mind. Okay, so without further ado, there is one more question. So at the end of every episode, I always ask my guests to ask me a question. So you can ask me anything about this moment lifestyle. It could be about today's topics, but you can also ask me something else. As long as it's a helpful question for our listeners. <laughs> Let's stick to the topic. How do you handle? Do you feel more productive when you travel more or less productive? Less productive. Actually, it's funny as we're talking about this today, I had a full day of travel and I also travel with two cats. So my partner and then two nomad cats. I am, I'm on a holiday right now. So that was good. But I spent my holiday also packing, getting ready for the travel and 
it's really exhausting. Like if I would have to talk with my clients today, I wouldn't be able to have like a good conversation because it's, you know, when you're working, you also need a certain like mindset and you need your knowledge and you really, really need your brain to work. If if clients hop on calls with you and you are giving them shit, that that's not good for business, you know? <laughs> yeah. So today, yeah, the whole day traveling, I'm so happy that I, I am free today, but I can imagine if you're in the beginning of the business and I was super like this, like even last year when we were talking, I wasn't making so much money. I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do and I was struggling a lot. Now I found stuff that actually sticks and is part of that bigger picture. And even that is, is still an exploration. Um, but what I learned is definitely the more I travel, the more distraction I have. And when you have more distraction, your mind is just not up for doing business. Like that that's just not going to work. So I do kind of, well, I guess medium travel. I am in Brazil for a whole year already, but we have been traveling in Brazil. Like, And my partner is also doing his business and we decided to, to slow down, enjoy life a little bit more and work really, really hard on our businesses. But it's because that's where we are and that's the priority right now. I don't want this to be my priority until I'm like really old. Next year, five hours a day, That that's sort of what we're working on right now. <laughs> yeah, goal setting is important as well. <laughs> For sure. All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to put Christina's links and ha social media handles and everything in the episode page. You can find it at digitalnomadsdaily.com slash podcast. Um, Christina, so my last question for you is where can people find you online? What we do is we help people become writers and live off passive income for, from writing. So publish a book that they can publish their own book, either they write it themselves or a ghostwriter writes it for them. And then they, yeah, they live from pass passive income. Um, so that's what we are helping people with. So if that's interesting for somebody, but people can find me mostly on Instagram, I would say. So it's office travel office underline underline travel and everybody who has questions very welcome all right thank you so much